Finding winners on Sky Sports Radio. Yes, one of my favourite times of the week because we get to talk about some harness and grey action across New South Wales and we get to try and find your winner. Fred Hastings joins us. G'day, Fred. G'day, Dave. How you doing? I'm very well, mate. Uh, now, what are we backing? In fact, what are we looking at tomorrow, mate? What, um, what type of car do we got uh, there in New South Wales? Yeah, look, it's a good program. We've got uh, a Group 3 race, which is the Vic Frost free-for-all, of course, uh, they are very big on, you know, historical uh, praise of the, the greats of the sport and, and certainly uh, Vic uh, fits into that category, having won all the big races yeah. uh, around the country and um, still going strong as as a trainer. So uh, the Vic Frost free-for-all. And I'll tell you what, it's a really, really good field when you consider uh, there's a couple of uh, Miracle Mile uh, runners from uh, you know, this year. And uh, it, it all stacks up as being a really good race. That's clearly the best race on the card, and it's race number five. All right, well, let's have a look at that uh, fixed odds. I'm just pulling them up on my screen, mm-hmm. mate, because um, we've got these open. So race five, Menangle, tomorrow, uh, this Vic Frost free-for-all. We've got Max Delight as favourite here for David Aiken, who is driving as well as obviously training. He's at 310, and it has been 480 into 310, so there's been good good support there already. Mm, yeah, well, I'm tipping it on top uh, in the race, Dave. I think that the barrier makes a big difference. Ran third uh, last week, but I think will be better for the run. This horse, of course, is a, is a multiple Group 1 winner, um, and he's going to be very hard to beat. Burnham Boy definitely goes in a much kind of barrier draw for Burnham Boy, and I think this horse will make the grade as this season uh, unfolds. I think we'll see Burnham Boy in, in really good races and being competitive. Uh, and then you've got horses like the Black Prince, of course, uh, the Black Prince did a, a massive job in running uh, uh, fourth in the Miracle Mile, uh, going back uh, on the 6th of March, got up on the inside, and prior to that won the Group 1 Newcastle Mile. So uh, he's a he's a terrific horse, uh, the Black Prince. And then I'll throw in Cash and Flow just on its Menangle Mile form. I, I don't know the horses. Well, I'm pretty sure the horse is definitely not going as well as it was this time last year. This time last year, Dave, Cash and Flow... Uh, created a sequence of 11 or 12 straight Menangle wins um, and just hasn't come back as well after going to Victoria for the Victoria Cup uh, in October. It's won a few races here and there, but um, a, a good barrier draw. Um, but in saying that, you know, tipping those four, I've left out a horse like Ignatius who went around in the Miracle Mile this year and, and some other good horses like Lurum Lake who won the Truer. So it's a really good race, that, and, and I think Max Delight, uh, from the barrier, uh, it's Fair enough that he is the favourite for the race. Okay, beautiful. All right, uh, that's uh, tomorrow. That's the free for all the Group 3. Have you got a uh, quaddy for us at all? I certainly do. Do I have a quaddy day? Do I have a quaddy? <laughs> race uh, 4 kicks it off. There's only the seven race cards tomorrow. Race 4. Look, uh, this is a really tough race, and I think you've got to play wide. I really think you've got to play wide. Um, the more legs, the more you can, you know, pop into this leg might be, uh, might be a, a wise move. But for me, I'm going to throw four horses in. Uh, I'm going to throw in the three major general two. John, I expect improvement from it. Uh, five, let's go to Brazil, gets its chance in this race tomorrow. Old Luke has been racing really well for Amanda Turnbull. Isabel Ross has the reins. And number 10, Swaggy Shannon. But look, you know, I've put four in there. I, I may well have missed the winner. So it, it's a real load-up leg, that one, I think, because of the open nature of the race. I touched on the uh, the... the 
Big Frost free-for-all. I'm going to throw my four tips in there. Numbers one, two, three and seven. Uh, Max Delight, Burnham Boy, Cash and Flow and the Black Prince. The other one I would consider throwing in if you wanted to go a, a smidge wider there given the, the reasonably open nature of the betting on that race is Ignatius for in second last week. Uh, then I'm going to trim it down. Uh, race six, I'm going to throw in two Arden's Ace, who at the moment sits favourite. Uh, it's placed that it's past two Arden's Ace. Uh, five, Chrissy Sheik, who did a really good job last campaign. And at number five, um, sorry, number six, Tishan Raider, who's had two goes back this campaign and has uh, run second and then came out and, uh, and was able to score. So, I think they're the three to play there. And in the last leg, only a small field of six to run in the trot. And we saw uh, four of these race uh, each other last week. Uh, I'm going to tip uh, Big Jack Hammer to, to win uh, tomorrow. It ran second last week uh, behind the outstanding Tough Monarch. Uh, no, in, that was in track record time. Five dropped the hammer, six Caligula, and three uh, Monaro Me is the other choice. But I'm just going to play the, the top three, four, five, and six. So... If you're having a crack at the quaddy, here's mine for what it's worth tomorrow. Three, five, six, and ten into one, two, three, and seven into two, five, and six into four, five, and six, and that's 144 units. So you spend say 36 bucks, you're looking at a uh, you know, percentage return of 25%. Um, that's tomorrow. Uh, best bet. Look, I'm going to um, I'm, I'm going to stick in uh, race three actually. Uh, race three and have uh, something on number one. Uh, which is uh, Power of Red. Ran a good second when resuming last week, has a nice draw tomorrow, and this is definitely a winnable race for Power of Red. Cam Hart, who's sweeping all before at the moment, Dave, just driving up a storm. Uh, Cam has the steer on uh, Power of Red, and I think uh, it is worth uh, investing in on uh, the meeting tomorrow, race three, horse number one. But before we get there, we've got plenty of race meetings coming up uh, today, uh, around uh, New South Wales, uh, there's the uh, day meeting at uh, Wagga, the Riverina Paceway, and then you've got Newcastle and Parks. So plenty of harness racing action for the harness racing fans, and of course all uh, you know the, the meetings that go ahead. It's, it's just great to see the racing still happening uh, during what's tough times for, for many people. If you're doing it tough out there, uh, keep listening to Dave and listening to the races and the radio and uh, and I'm sure we'll keep your company. Appreciate it, mate. Yeah, we are. We're here to just keep everyone sort of thinking about uh, some positive stuff. Speaking of mm. positive stuff, mate, just looking at these fields tomorrow night at Albion Park. I mean, you're going to have a lot of fun. You'll be uh, calling there in the box at Menangle and no doubt keeping an eye on Sky. Um, gee, I'm excited to see Copy That in the Sunshine Sprint tomorrow night. And I, I really feel as though Copy That is going to fly the flag big time. Um for Queensland especially, when it comes to that Blacks are fake? Yeah, look, King of Swing has been dealt no favours. He, he's just a beast, King of Swing. And, and it's you know, I make no uh, apology for, for saying I regard him as, uh, you know, in, in his achievements and the way he races, he's certainly uh, among some of the, one of the best horses I've had the pleasure of putting the binoculars on. Uh, but he's got that awkward draw. Copy that. Anthony Butt, he is a master driver and he'll, uh, he'll have copy that primed. He was a great run the other day. Um, King of Swing beat him, but uh, look, the barriers uh, switch around, make it a whole different story. But there's so much speed on that front row as well, uh, which makes it a, an absorbing race. And, and yeah, you know, I can just envisage Luke McCarthy, Dave, just letting them go to town up front and then uh, bringing the, the, the beast around them and, uh, and trying to uh, out-muscle them from there. But you're right, a 10-race car tomorrow... 
They've got the girl, uh, Golden Girl at Group 1. That's a terrific race. Uh, Amazing Dream was unbelievable last week and um, we'll go to that race as favourite. And uh, yeah, the, the four-year-old championship, that's a Group 3 race. They've got the Group 1 trotting uh, championship final. Just a just a meeting where, you know, you love being at the races, even though uh, Chris Barsby will be calling all the action in his own uh, wonderful style. It's great sitting at the track and in, and in between my races being able to watch uh, the action from Albion Park. It really is a, a great night. A great carnival. They've, they've just done such a good job with this carnival, Queensland. They certainly have, mate. Uh, it's great to see. Mate, um, away from that, um, you have a good weekend. Stay safe and enjoy the uh, the races tonight and tomorrow. Uh, I certainly will, Dave. Can't wait and hopefully we can find a few winners and that always makes uh, any lockdown a whole lot happier. Exactly right, mate. Uh, let's now head to Matt Jackson for a look at Greyhound Racing uh, over the weekend. And, of course, uh, tomorrow uh, we've got uh, Greyhound Racing at... Uh, we've got Richmond Gardens and Bulleye. Where's this meeting being moved to again? Matt, as I say, good morning to you. Yeah, good morning to you, Dave. This is a, a Wentworth Park meeting that's been transferred down to Bulleye. Obviously, Wentworth Park is is quite central to where a few of the outbreaks of coronavirus have occurred here in Sydney so Greyhound Racing New South Wales uh, showed some initiative and decided to transfer this week's Wentworth Park meetings to Bulleye and Dapto uh, sorry Gosford uh, which ended up being abandoned and Bulleye next week it'll be uh, Bulleye on Wednesday and Dapto next Saturday so for the next couple of weeks the Wentworth Park meetings have been transferred and tomorrow night we head down the head down south to to the Wollongong area and have a nice 10 race program at Bulleye. What do you like, mate? Um, firstly, what's your best on the card and then we'll go through a quaddy. Yeah, so I've got a couple of best bets I've found. I'm pretty keen race two, number eight, Rodeo Ethics, very promising sprinter. She's won her pass too. I think the race just pans out perfectly tomorrow night uh, for Ro- Rodeo Ethics. Solder Squeeze was terrific, winning Adapto last night over the 297 has plenty of speed. I think it's going to give give it a, a brilliant run across. And if Solder Squeeze finds the front, I think Rodeo Ethics will be quickly up to second and be a bit stronger late, particularly over the 400. So race two, number eight, Rodeo Ethics, I'm very keen on. And then in race five, number seven, Faze. Uh, it's at an each way, or it'll start an each way price. The Kettlemate Dubrovnik is very, very fast. I think it'll lead and it's just going to get a beautiful run uh, two phase to come across. There didn't seem to be a, a stack of speed drawn down towards the inside, so I thought if Dubrovnik comes across, causes a bit of chaos that might give that clear run to phase who's shooting for four in a row, and uh, we might get an each-way price uh, about it about it tomorrow night as well. So race five, number seven, phase to go with race two, number eight, Rodeo Ethics. All right, perfect. Uh, mate, uh, away from that, what about the quaddy? Is it hard? It is pretty hard. There's actually a, a, a few nice races throughout the Quaddy League. So it, it certainly won't be an easy Quaddy tomorrow night. So we might just have to play it a little bit wider. Uh, we half touched on the, the first leg race five, seven, three, one, five, four are going to be my numbers. Uh, as mentioned, Faze, I just think it's a beautiful run early to quickly get up on speed. And I think we'll be stronger than Dubrovnik at the end of the race. So I think it, is the one to beat in race five, but certainly if it if it can't get forward and there's any any trouble or Dubrovnik doesn't give it a run across, there's plenty of others that uh, that can feature. Trunky Rose, she's been racing really well at Wentworth Park. Whether the 472 is a bit short for her, 
I guess we'll find out tomorrow night. Tap out Lucy's in terrific form and got the good draw down in box number one. Uh, and then the other two, five second rule and where's Rocky? They've ju- both just drawn a little bit awkwardly because they do need a little bit of room to move early. They're not brilliant beginners. Where's Rocky's in flying form? So if they can get clear running, particularly uh, with the long run to the first turn, uh, they'll certainly be big players. But seven, three, one, five, and four. It's quite an open race, but I just thought that the each way phase was a terrific play there tomorrow night in the first leg. All right. What about the second leg? Yeah, this is a very good race, but it's it's a race where uh, there's not a great deal of early speed, so it's going to be a matter of who jumps the best. Uh, Zipping Alabama jumped okay at Wentworth Park last week and then got skittled immediately after the start. The the job that she did to run third in that race was was phenomenal. If there's a, a replay you need to watch, it's the replay uh, that you should be looking at. Zipping Alabama was huge last week with a cleaner start and a bit clearer running tomorrow night, I think. Uh, it can run a really good race. Race six, number five, zipping Alabama. Uh, Wicked Spartans in terrific form. Just will need luck early. Crown the zipper, likewise, and all knows who's got that nice draw down near the rail. Five, four, three, one. My numbers in leg number two. All right, uh, leg three. Yeah, this is an outstanding race. It, it certainly wouldn't be out of place if it if it was a semi final of a of a million dollar chase. We see last year's million dollar chase when a handsome prince go around here. He's come up with the good drawer. Whether he's in that same form, I guess that's the question mark around him. Ebby Infrared's been excellent winning her past two. She gets back up to the 472 tomorrow night. Ice Cream Story. Uh, from memory was the Richmond Oaks winners in the race. Fire Legend who broke the track record of Warhope only a couple of starts ago. And then Dipping Kyrgios. So I think at the moment it's $21 for the million dollar chase. He was excellent winning at Wentworth Park. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, so it's a it's a hell of a race. This the seventh tomorrow night. I think Zipping Kyrgios. I think the the one turn will suit. He's going to get a lot of room in the early part of the race. It's a long run to the first turn at Bulleye over the four seventy two, and I think it plays in his favour. I think he can get forward from out wide, and if he crosses, I think he's the one to beat. Race seven, number eight, Zipping Kyrgios. Handsome Prince, you have to respect him. Got that good draw. If he produces his very best, he probably wins the race. He'll be infrareds flying and ice cream story. If there's any interference early, she'll be charging home at the end. Eight, one, two, three in race seven. But there's probably a, a there's probably a case for every runner in that race tomorrow night. All right. And what about the last leg, mate? Yeah, I thought this was very, very difficult. Most of the runners in the race aren't brilliant beginners, so it could just come down to who jumps the best. Wicked Flash was able to lead at Wentworth Park from the inside gate two starts ago. I think he might be the leader in the race, Wicked Flash. And if he finds the front, I think he's the one to beat. He'll be very strong at the end. 4 fives got a tremendous record from box one. I think he's had 12 starts from the inside box. One, two, and been placed on nine occasions. But that's him. He doesn't win out of turn, but from that good draw... Uh, he'll be a big player. Zipping Ontario gets back but produces big finishes. Uh, if there's any trouble or he jumps well, uh, he'll be charging home at the end and zipping demand. A, a bit of a similar story to the to the litter mate zipping Ontario. Uh, if he if she can uh, if he can settle in the first few, uh, it would certainly change the race. But it's that type of race. It's going to be you'll know probably after five or six 
strides, uh, who's, who's advantaged, particularly with the start, because they're not brilliant beginners, so it's just going to be a matter of who, who jumps the cleanest there in race eight tomorrow night. But I'm 3-1-2-7. Mate, appreciate you coming on. Good luck with uh, Bulleye. Fantastic that that part of the world can get some racing. It's a shame we can't get any patrons on track, but, hey, we can watch it all through Sky, mate. We might miss a beat. Yeah, absolutely. It's going to be a terrific night there, first at 6.07. Fantastic. Matt Jackson there. And Fred Hastings on Finding Winners.